0: It's uh, time, of course, for travel with Moncon McGann as he takes us. Uh, to strange places every week on, welcome to the
1: programme Thank you so much Where are we going? So, you remember a few weeks ago we looked at a beer tour of Ireland going around the, local, the new breweries and then a yes. few weeks before that we were looking at like outdoor pursuits surfing in different places and kayaking in Ireland I
0: got the guy who invented surfing in Ireland sent me his book Do you remember I was telling you about him? Yeah, yeah
1: yeah. Did you say he was from Kerry first? K- yes, you no,
0: did No, was his oh, name right. and Kevin K. V. Oh. and and um, he, he heard the programme and he said me his book about surfing in Ireland very good and he was one of the first sort of surfers really
1: so today is Tuesday this weekend uh, Thursday uh, on Friday and Saturday and Sunday there's an amazing surfing and film festival in Sligo if anyone's there so Sligo you know with Strand Hill just south of it and uh, in the model itself, the Art Centre in Sligo, it's looking at films. Like the, so all these surfers, you know, they're bringing out GoPros and little cameras with them. And it's basically celebrating those all images. Right. Yeah, I, so know yeah, I know that
0: Art Centre in Sligo. Yeah, I know exactly. Very it's really pioneering. good. Yeah. All right, where are we going?
1: So I want to look at woodlands. I want to look at holidays based on woodlands. And <laughs> no, you're kidding me now. No, come on. People do garden holidays. Like it's very, I mean, there's a lot of Americans and Germans will fly straight into Ireland to do garden holidays. But recent research... What's the garden holidays. You know, I going to see asking. the grand houses, the grand oh, gardens. Oh, sorry. The, to see rare specimens. Oh, it's not the, cutting the grass for some. <laughs> no, no, no. And the thing is like, because of Ireland's mild climate, we probably can grow a wider range of plants and trees than almost anywhere else in the world. Like it's recognised that we... we... We grow trees here better and faster than anywhere. Um, yeah, so which is which made it so embarrassing why we had so little tree cover.
0: Ah, but you know why we had no tree cover? No, because you're going to say the British cut them down. It only takes twenty years to grow a tree. Like <laughs> Henry VIII cut them down
1: yeah. to, for his navy. Nelson's navy mm-hmm. was made almost entirely of Irish wood. Exactly. Yeah, and so hopefully we're going to get to Culatten Wood in County Wicklow. You know, which was the the the, the, gir- the timbers of west of. Uh, of Westminster Cathedral were made out of, of the great halls in Oxford University were made out of, in the Staatshalle in Bavaria were all made out of this woodland, Kulaten Wood in Wicklow, um, which eventually, was so it was, it was totally destroyed except for one piece of it that was left in the 1980s. And we were, going to disco- we were going to destroy that, except that Van Morrison comes along and Thomas Pakenham, you know, the great man of the trees, Lord Longford in, in Tully Nally, um, and Charles Hay. Um, and they all, and in fact, the director of Primetime at the time, Anne McCabe, and they saved Colatin Wood. Like, it is it is a profound experience. If you're ever in, near Tinnahilly. so Tinnahilly is a farm shop and an outdoor pursuits, a family place at the weekend. But if you're there, go to, to, it's. they don't call it Colatin Wood now, they call it Tumna Funoiga. It's a phenomenal wood. But anyway, that's what I'm getting no, at. Oh, stay there for a minute. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean it's a phenomenal wood? I mean, it's just trees. No, 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 no. These are the native forest that covered Ireland ever since the Ice Age receded. And in some tiny parts of Ireland, some tiny parts of, of Killarney, of Donegal, of Wicklow, that original tree cover has been maintained. Now, clearly, in Wicklow, the Normans realised it was a value, so they went in and ma- managed it a bit. But when you go to an area like that, you feel the sense of so the word, the Irish word for oak, is a is a dar, okay, which is connected to druid, dre. So our, our the very essence of who we were before God, before Christianity ever came in, like Dia is the Irish for God, for you know. But that's a modern Roman. Latin word before that we believed in we we worship the trees so our connection with the trees no matter what you say no matter how cynical you are is really profound oh well, and no. as you know yeah. I, so I have a I'm go'm I'm, I'm so full of this because at the moment <laughs> I have this 10 part TV series cream the hair and every Tuesday now so in about exactly 40 minutes time 30, 35 minutes time on TG Car I have a program looking at but anyway, so looking at the trees of all around all, the all around. All right, the okay. So yeah. we've
0: done collatin. Where are we going next?
1: Well, the thing is, so uh, Japanese have only recently realised, they've done research into it and they have this new thing called forest bathing, shinrin-yoku. If you immerse yourself in forest, you're going to have actual scientific results. So you're going to... If you're, you
0: immerse yourself in you the you forest. If you
1: immerse yourself, you're going to get your stress hormone, the cortisol will drop by about 13%. Your blood pressure will scientifically be proven to drop. So the thing is, it actually has a benefit. So that's why I want us to look at... As you said, we've done Wicklow. We did Kulatin. Um The main place, I suppose, is Killarney. and For trees. Yeah, yeah. Just because... <clears throat> Ingrid's quite an
0: expert on trees as it happens, uh-huh. particularly the yew.
1: So, like, there's only three amazing, re- uh, like, true yew forests left in Europe, and one is in Killarney. And,
0: like, oh, I'd, so that's why she's involved.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like.
0: Because she, I don't think she discovered it, but uh, there's a thing that comes out of the yew tree called Taxol. And this has kind of a, I don't know it's cancer cure, but it has an involvement with treatment of cancer. Yeah. And that's what Ingrid does.
1: So uh, so I, like I, I planted yew trees on my, in my land primarily because if you have there, no animal will stray on your land. Every farmer will make sure their animals don't stray onto your land. Why not? It's highly poisonous. The yew is? Yeah, yeah. A horse, if a horse eats a yew leaf, it'll die like within hours. It's less poisonous for a sheep or a cow, but uh, yeah, it's treacherously poisonous. So those little red berries... Now I shouldn't tell people this, but you can actually eat the outside of the red berry. But if you break through to the centre, you just get to You're yourself a dead man. Yeah. But the thing about you, so recently in Wales, scientific research, scientific facts have pho- have proven. I found a yew tree in Wales and one in, possibly in Scotland that is five thousand years old. 5,000. So some of the use that I'm directing you through in this item could be 5,000. We haven't done the tests, okay? But, so we're going to Killarney. Yeah, so... And, and we immerse ourselves in the wood. Exactly. And what Killarney has great examples, has great examples of the oak, of the, again, the original oak. Uh, it's sort of, so, you know, the native Irish oak, it's called semi-natural because at some point in the Norman age or in the 800 AD, someone could have come in and farmed it a bit. So you can't say it's absolutely pure wild, but it's been growing there since the beginning of time, okay? So What's great about Killarney, it's got Rinodina U wood first, which uh, some people say has been there for between 3,000 and 5,000 years old. Now, the trees that are there are only probably 250 or 300 years old, but the forest has been, you know, rejuvenating itself. And it, like the moss, can be up to 60 inches thick in places. Moss. I mean, this is, like, this is Lord of the Rings. This is Hobbit-type territory. It is like no other woodland you've gone into. These curly spines of yew, so dark. The yew, what it does, it creates a woodland. It blocks out all the sunlight. So once you go in there, you're in this dark tunnel of eeriness that I've never—I'd never heard about Rena Wood before, and until we were filming in it, and I've never seen the like of it before. It's really profound, and it's and right, this
0: is all on TGIR at eight, at
1: seven o'clock at, at eight o'clock, yeah, exactly. Uh, every every Tuesday night, anyway. Rena Wood. yeah, yeah. So it's it's in the national park. It's right between like Mukram Muckras Lake and Muckras Lake and Loch Lane. So it's on the Muckras Peninsula, part of the national park. But people just go and see the house and go and see. The you know the lakes of Killarney and they don't go into Rinna dinner but even so, so if be- you
0: go into Rinna dinner Wood, your yeah. blood pressure will drop and your stress factor will drop.
1: Yes. And do you remember, you know the way you don't like having abbeys and having old buildings featured yeah. too much? Okay, so Muckras Abbey is just an old 15th century uh, abbey. It's actually a friary set up by Franciscans. But What's the difference between an abbey and a friary? Uh, uh, friars, uh, uh, friars were in friaries and monks were in uh, abbeys. I still know, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the uh, Muckras Abbey, it's just, it's a roofless, okay, you know, 15th century abbey. But right in the centre of it is a massive yew tree. In the middle of it? Yeah. It's like, again, why had no one told me this before? It is phenomenal. It's massive. And the thing is, you can walk up the old spiral, you know, stone, 15th century steps of the abbey and you're walking up higher and higher into the yew tree. So, like, and so clearly they worshipped it. Clearly they allowed this trees to be in the, you know, it was in the central courtyard. You know the way those Franciscan abbeys have a central courtyard. The yew took and just took over the whole thing. So, when you're, in, when you're in Killarney National Park you're going to see the oaks there growing on the, on the, um, the sandstone you're going to see the, the yew on the, on the limestone and then go out onto the lake and at the lake you know there's, the lovely place in the lake is Brickine Bridge it's if you're ever going road out or if you ever see any of those tourist shots it's always on this romantic bridge where the two lakes uh, meet and there are phenomenal Arbutus trees there. Now Arbutus trees are the only tree they're native to Ireland Okay, they're not native to Britain they, never, they didn't come from Britain so how does a tree that's native to Ireland come into this island? It came from Spain. At some point, Ireland must have been bridged with Spain. There's a there's a minefield to work. Anyway, our beauty is a strawberry tree, beautiful tree. <laughs> what do you mean it's a strawberry tree? It's called a strawberry tree because it all these little berries on it. But they're not strawberries. No. All right. We go elsewhere. We go. Oh, well. I mean, yeah. This, uh, Just I'm, before you go.
0: go on. An awful lot of these trees have berries, but presumably they're not
1: edible. The strawberry tree is. They're not mm-hmm. quite as nice as strawberries, but they are nice. The, the yew berry, don't eat the yew berry, but you can, if you learn, Google it and you can see there's one bit of it you can eat if you want to look like you're being a daredevil. All right, That's okay. such risky advice. All right. Going up right to the far uh, distance corner of the island, look at Donegal. Look at Bay National Park. I've been in Glen
0: Bay National Park. Yeah. There's a lot of mosquitoes I, Well, fair. I chased uh, to photograph an eagle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You were making a TV programme, weren't yeah. you? The Golden Eagle, which was just yeah. introduced reintroduced there in the year yeah. two thousand.
0: Which is amazing. But I didn't see too many trees.
1: You did, you did. did <laughs> I? Yeah, of course you did. So you know when you're doing that beautiful <laughs> romantic drive, first you arrive in the car park, it's you're surrounded by birch trees. Yeah. Then you do that gorgeous you're you're not allowed to drive up to the castle. Are you because you were a VIP probably were? No, but I most, didn't you get in a bus, you know, yeah. and you get you get driven up. And you're like there is conifers on both sides of you, and then once you get into the forest itself, there's a an amazing example. Well, there's witch elms. You remember all the elms in Ireland were sort of wiped out by Dutch elm disease. Yeah. But Donegal is so far remote that the disease wasn't able to jump, you know, to jump from tree to tree. All oh, right. So okay. if you want to still see We the,
0: lost our elm trees in the golf course, I think, with yeah. Dutch elm.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and there's well, and I mean what you're going to find out as we go through this, we're going to, you know, as we know we might lose our ash trees, we might even lose our horse chestnuts. Uh which would be a terrible change. All right,
0: uh, listen, you, because we were chatting away about all sorts of things, we, what's this about uh, Charleville?
1: Yeah, Charleville. Yeah, why would you go to Charleville? <laughs> Tullamore. No, Charleville Castle, again, it's the... Her- oh, it's in Tullamore. Yeah. Oh, not Charleville County Court. No, 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 no. So Charleville Castle has this monster, the King Oak, which is possibly around uh, between 400 and 18, 800 years old, but it is 50 metres wide it is massive thing so this was obviously around during the times of gaelic fights during the times of anglo irish fights it has seen both both the blood of Gaelic clans, you know, dropping into its its uh, onto its soil when the castle was being attacked. And it is now seeing Coca-Cola and sort of modern tourists peeing up <laughs> against it. So, like, those trees and it was meant to be one of the great, the three greatest trees in Europe uh, in, in 2013. It, it it didn't get the best play, place. Alright, okay. Yeah.
0: Just, uh, if you're totally confused like I am about all these trees, it's normal for Tuesday travel with Montgomery again He does this every Tuesday.
1: Alright, give me another These tree. will humble you. So, do you remember I was mentioning Thomas Pakenham. He's this person who wrote this book Meetings with Remarkable Trees. He also had a right. whole, he had a whole BBC series about it like going around the world, going right. around Ireland and around the world looking at amazing trees. Now he he's from Tully Nally estate, Nally Castle outside Castlepollard in Westmeath. He's he's Lord Longford although he doesn't use the title. So like for the last 7 generations his family have been planting trees, have been going out to the remotest areas and bringing back like trees from Asia, trees from Japan and China that no longer exist in their native place. So if, if you now go to Burr Castle in Offaly or if you go to Tully Nally, or if you go to Pariscourt in Wicklow you're going to see loads of Japanese and Chinese tourists coach loads of them coming around and they're not taking a picture of the Georgian house they don't give a damn about you know the British architecture they're going to see examples of their trees their sacred trees that are no longer existent in their own place and they're coming so like these the Tully the cafe shop in Tully Nally or in Burr Castle isn't just providing scones and jam because the Chinese don't want that the Chinese are wanting noodles like this is a whole new form of tourism that we're only catching in on on, on to now They're
0: seriously producing noodles in the coffee shop for for (laughs) Japanese They're they're considering it They're (laughs) realising that the
1: Japanese don't want the scones with cream uh, you know, and uh, so the, the, but there
0: are lots of Japanese coming along. to Oh look yeah, this at is trees. like one of
1: their main business, uh, sort of their main tourist revenue now is from Asian groups coming to look at trees that are no longer. So you remember, because all Asian art was based on the symbolic icon of an amazing of a sacred tree, whereas we clearly were rooted in trees during our druidic times, as I've said, druid and oak is the same word. We've forgotten it. Their their idea of being, of being cloaked in trees has remained alive.
0: And that's why they have low blood pressure.
1: One of the best places, if you want to see the trees that did exist, if you want to see an actual 4,500-year-old tree that still you can see with your eyes today, there's either the two places. You go out to the west coast of Ireland. Do you remember since the big storms in 2013 and the, 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 the coast was eroded in Mayo and in Galway? It has revealed the roots of Scots pines that were... Swamped basically uh, to for, you know four thousand five hundred years ago, and you're actually able to look at the the stock of the tree and the, the 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 bottom of the trunk of the tree and the roots of the tree. One you'll find it in Cleggan if you're ever getting the boat out to out to Inish Boffin, Go up to a beach just north of it, and you'll see these gnarly trunks of Scots pine. So Scots pine is Ireland's one of the, the only three native pines. Clearly the you as you mentioned the uh, Scots pine and uh, the juniper, juniper. I think so. Anyway, um, there and then, Ballycroy National Park. You're unbelievable. How I'm staying awake throughout.
0: This is attendance. this
1: is brilliant. Like, so what? You did the same when we went tried to go underground in 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 Turkey. Do you remember a few yeah. weeks ago we went to You were bored. Out of your tree, out of I mean, my tree, is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, have you okay. never been really moved? No, I mean go. Oh, well, the
0: interesting thing is, I have. Yeah. I'm dragged by the forelock mm-hmm. by Ingrid to look at trees. Mm-hmm. I've looked at trees in uh, Sri Lanka, uh-huh. like, thousands of years old, and yeah, all yeah. that sort
1: of stuff. I can tell you something that the Lear- Ingrid will interest you and her. When you're in Tully, when you're in Tullamore Castle, okay, outside Offaly, you got you, you can go and see the big the big giant oak tree and all. But go and see right beside the castle is a series of avenues of yew trees, okay. Now, if you go and look at them from on high, which we were able to do, to, do because you know you now have drone cameras, they're in the shape of a Union Jack, purposefully laid out in the 18th century. To as a symbol to the queen, if she was ever looking, if she was ever on high and looking down, or the king at the time. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. So that it'll it'll um, suit both your own jingoistic tendencies and your wife's wife's more scientific jingoistic. Mm. Right. Okay. You
0: mentioned the horse chestnut. Yeah. Is, is it from this we get the conquerors that exactly. we played with? Yeah, yeah. And again, Children don't play with conquerors anymore probably.
1: Well, they won't very soon because the, ch- the chestnut is getting a disease far quicker. You know the way there's so much attention on the ash dieback disease? Yeah. That's because the ash is a forest plantation. You know, it's a plantation species farmers are growing. We haven't grown chestnuts for trees so there isn't that worry. But in fact, the chestnut disease, according to Thomas Packenham, this great expert, as I say, is saying we're going to lose our chestnuts very likely. So the thing is, you see, the chestnut isn't native of Irish trees so these don't have long built in resistance to diseases that might come along it just came it was collected in the 18th century in a market in Istanbul someone saw the pretty chestnuts the polished chestnut seeds brought them to Ireland and Britain planted them in the soil and then they just seemed because as I say every tree likes our climate so let's say when you go to Pariscourt and you see the Douglas fir there which is 61.5 metres tall like almost 62 metres tall one tree they don't grow that tall where they're from but this place is so so just
0: 61 metres.
1: No, 61 metres. 61.5 That's 180
0: uh, exactly. feet. Yeah, yeah. 200 feet. Mm-hmm.
1: 200 feet high. Yeah, yeah. And like, Burr Castle has a hedge that's 12 metres high. It has a box hedge. You know, box the tiny little leaves. Again, they know when it was planted. It was planted, I think, in 1760 because they have... They have Burr Castle also have this thing. They have a meadow, a flower meadow, okay? That's been there for the last 400 years, unplowed. Because you remember the Parson family came over, now with Brendan Parson is the current Lord Ross. But you remember his ancestor was the great scientist who invented the the um, the great uh, looking glass, the the telescope, uh, which was called at the time the Colossus of.
0: Or is the telescope that they still have that, exactly that? Uh, that they like,
1: a renovated that, looks
0: at the sky
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that they right. they like that scientist over generations for seventy five years it was the tallest Telescope in the world.
0: All right. Well, now, when we go to, um, I'm just back from Bermuda. I was making a speech, but because I went on my own, I didn't have to look at trees. But when we do go there with Ingrid, she drags me to their uh, botanical gardens Mm -hmm. and have all these trees. and I yep. look at them in
1: wonderment. And you know the way we have a great uh, botanic gardens in Glasnevin, and yeah. we go to, or you bring your children there at weekends and something. But we don't seem to realise that we have an equally impressive botanic gardens outside Dublin. We have one in Wicklow. They realised that you know having one in the city centre, it's hard to be growing more trees from around the world. There isn't the space. So they got the Acton. Remember Charles Acton, who used to be in the Irish Times, used to write about music. He was I do music actually group. remember him. Yeah. Well. His family, the Actons, uh, were, had this piece of land in Kilmacora in Wicklow. And for generations, they were plant hunters. Well, the thing is, they were, every Anglo-Irish family had to have the latest tree that, was, you know, that had just been discovered, brought back from the New World, either the, the, the redwood or whatever was coming from Asia, and have a, spe, a, pe, a specimen, so the handkerchief tree or whatever. And so Kilmacora had this great collection of trees. Then the Botanical Garden bought it up, bought the land, and they're just planting whatever rare trees that we don't have in okay. our collection. And they're about to build an, a, like a huge uh, sort of uh, interpretive centre and cafe and everything. So it, All right, rather okay. than just going Serving to Serving vocal... noodles
0: in the cafe, of course. Well, yeah, there's... Well, some... I was in California and uh, Popey and I yeah. uh, did a television programme and both of us, we couldn't span the giant redwood mm-hmm. with both of us holding hands you know that's how, how big it was yep. like but the height of those giant redwoods is
1: extraordinary they'll grow faster and better in Ireland like that's what I did after filming I filmed some of them I think in Power Scorch during the season series I immediately went out and bought some like why not leave that as a as a gift for 500 years time for the little McGanns who are running around
0: alright uh, there you have it a Tuesday travel with Monk on McGann on woodland holidays if trees tickle your fancy uh, 8 o'clock on uh, TG Car tonight Moncon's tree programme will be on but no doubt it'll have subtitles uh, My thanks to Moncon next week happily we'll be going international and we won't be looking at trees but join us as always at this time on Tuesday for Tuesday Travel Moncon thanks very much Thank you so much George